All right. Let's get it going right here, right now. This is Eyes Up Here, and you're listening to an all-new Eyes Up Here, exclusively on our Patreon channel and on the Creative Control Network. If you can see me, I know I'm very blurry. Isn't my <laughs> have... eyes? Do I need new glasses? <laughs> the wow. eyes need focusing up here. I'm watching myself in the monitor to the left, and I just see blur mess. But at least I can hear you because I'm Chad, by the way. That's the queen of extreme, Francine. I couldn't hear her, and she can't see me. We're like a perfect like Helen Keller duo. Oh, God. No, that's so <laughs> terrible to say. Don't say that. Um, you know what I think happened? Uh, I had to uh get a separate piece for my um what's this called set up my computer uh hard no what's it called not a pc not a not i mean not a um what is it desktop desktop, desktop. <laughs> say this is how uh, savvy i am um because i wanted to stream poker on twitch so we had to buy a doppel is that what that's called? I don't know. I've never um, heard of that. We had to buy a piece to add to, uh, you know, so they can see where I live because, you know, gambling is only legal in certain states or whatever. And I was able to stream last night, which was a success. It was lots of fun and, and great and all that stuff. But it, lo- it for some reason, it logged me out of everything. So mm. like, when I tried to get into my email, like it says, we need your password. I was like, I forget it. <laughs> I'm trying all these passwords. And I, it kicked me out of my Twitch account. It kicked me out of all my accounts. And it messed with my microphone. That was quite the technical uh, uh, infrastructure you had to tackle right before we started. But I'm going to give you credit. You did a great job. I could hear you crystal clear. I was going deaf while you were doing it because it was... <laughs> It was like shocking me in my ears. I had to put my headphones like this, but you did. I know. Give yourself a hand. All right. I will. Thank you. Yes. You know, Hubs is the tech wizard and he's not here and I'm just alone. So I'm just trying to uh, click different buttons and unplug things and plug them back in. And I think I did it correctly. So. So does this poker, does this open up a new world for you now that you have this uh, thing to track your gambling? (laughs) Uh, It opens up a a new world on Twitch because I was kind of looking for something else to do on there. And I was like, okay, so I do an AEW watch along. I answer questions all the time. Like it's just chatting, whatever. Um, I took them poolside. They they seem to have liked that a lot. Uh, But I was like, I wonder why. I can't imagine why. Um, And then I tried gaming, you know, and that's okay. And I said, well, I play poker anyway, and I really enjoy it. Why don't I just throw it on Twitch and see if it sticks? And I did a a tournament last night and I actually finished in the money, which was fun. Um, But I was on there for like three and a half hours. And, uh, you know, uh, I have to, uh, I think I have to play earlier in the day because that's a long stretch uh, (laughs) for me. And, um, but it was good and I enjoy it and uh, I'm going to venture out and try that from now on. So um, there's something to add to what I do. I saw your tweet and I was like, this is like past bedtime here. No, I was was sitting, I was literally yawning and I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's not you. It's me. It's just, I'm tired (laughs) and, um, I was, I wanted something to drink, but I didn't want to leave, you know, I, I wasn't prepared. I didn't bring anything with me. I brought like two sips of a ginger ale and that did not last for three and a half hours. So I was parched. I was hungry, um, which it didn't let me snack, which was good because sometimes I'll go and I'll, 
I'll get a little snacky poo late and that's not good. Uh, so I didn't snack last night, but I was exhausted. I was tired. So did you see, did you see cards in your head all night, like numbers and cards? While you no, were <laughs> I just, you know, I, I, my problem is I just need to slow it down because early on I had pocket jacks and the other guy I thought was just being a turd and he was raising and I'm like, oh, he's probably got ace king. He's got nothing. And here he caught something like on the turn or the river. And if you don't know what this is, um, look it up. But so Chad looks like he's very confused. But I anyway, don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I, when we flipped our cards over, I was in the lead. And then the guy caught something as the cards flipped. And so I lost and I had to shoot another bullet, which means I had to pay another $10. Um, so I actually bet 20 and won back 13 and change. So I, I took a $6 and change loss, but um, it was for Twitch. So it was good. And uh, it's building my hours up and hopefully I'll gain some new poker people that didn't know me from wrestling. So I don't know. I'm just trying stuff. You know me. I just try until it works. And in like two years, you'll be on the celebrity poker tour, oh, battling you know, awesome. <laughs> battling like you know, like NFL greats and like you know, like uh, former like uh, singers and stuff. And Francine <laughs> sitting there with her poker face. Can I wish get, I could. Can we I get could. your poker face? Let me see a poker face. Well, you don't need a poker face online. Oh, I just want to see your poker face. You have one? Um, yeah, it's like this. <laughs> is he gonna call oh my god oh, am i bluffing do i have anything oh my god <laughs> yeah i have all the tells right on my face being like i'm telling you people wear like sunglasses they have a hoodie over them so you can't see anything and it's just like i don't know i get very nervous when i play and i need to just control myself and calm down because i'm a decent play i know <laughs> i wear a mask <laughs> I'm a decent enough player. I, I know the rules and stuff, but I'm overzealous sometimes. So I just okay. need to slow it down a little bit. And, Take it easy. Yeah, but I do enjoy it. So last night was a lot of fun. And I think the people watching had fun too. So and right. and I was I dropped some F bombs and, and Whoa. I, I know and I didn't mean to. And I just kept going, sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> it was just not me, but um you tend to curse when you uh when you get a bad beat sometimes so was it just a straight curse or combination word was it like a, i uh, used uh <laughs> i used son of a bitch a lot Ooh, last night. yeah i was using that one a lot i think i dropped the f-bomb two or three times but i apologized and everybody was laughing at me so overall a, a great success <laughs> do you so do you like completely like hide cursing from your kids as much as you can oh yes okay absolutely yeah we talked I, about it before but you know just like they if they say like any do they know like x word is like a trigger semi curse word and they stay away from it yeah yeah they don't curse um but once in a while these youtube videos for kids will mm -hmm. have cursing in it and i'll go whoa hey and they'll go sorry <laughs> sorry and they'll they, the they freak out on me um like if i'm doing something in another room and i say shit or something i'll hear uh swear word swear word and i'll go sorry and they'll they'll say don't say that mom i go, i know <laughs> i, I shouldn't have said that i'm so sorry but like uh you hardly hear like we never say f in front of the kids um it's we try not to, I, you know, I try not to curse at all in front of them. And that's the way to be. I agree. And yeah. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, Brie was watching something at the table the other day and it said like, what the hell? And I go, what are you watching? 
And she goes, I don't know. I was like, get off of it then. (laughs) I'm not really sure what this is, but uh, I'm just flabbergasted by the amount of cursing in these videos that are aimed at kids. Yeah. And they should not be on YouTube, in my opinion. Maybe I'm just a prude, but for, you know, if you have younger children and they're the, these are the kids who are clicking these links. They, why do they have to drop an F bomb or, or say a curse word at all? It just, I don't get it. It's an interesting little thing though, because I've seen it more like penetrate, not just these kids videos and YouTube videos, but journalism headlines, you know, more free to speak it on TV. And it's one of those things where it's like, these were still taboo words. And, and especially if you read it in an article and then you just like this, if it's an opinion piece and the journalist is cursing, dropping F-bombs, I think it kind of takes away the credibility of the piece because if you're needing an easier word, maybe get a little more creative and think of something that could fill in the blank, you know? It's funny too, because like uh, a lot of wrestlers who use profanity, um, I've heard time and time again, people say, well, they're only using it to get cheap heat. They only curse to get cheap heat. You know, and yeah. sometimes it is appropriate and other times it's overkill. So you got to pace yourself. Yeah. I mean, I've had that conversation with Shane and he's the one who I put at the top oh, of my head of. He loves the F word. Person <laughs> ring, but he and I have had that same discussion of certain places it doesn't belong. It's different in the entertainment realm. You read a book and there's an F-bomb. It's like, all right, it's part of the story. You're watching a movie. There's an F-bomb. It's part of the story. Wrestling wrestling could be real. So there's part of the story. You drop an F-bomb. It makes it that much more, you know, like uh, impactful. Mm-hmm. But you just read in a story, you know, all, especially like, you know, during the, the Trump presidency, you just see journalists dropping F-bombs and, you know, shit and this and that. It's like, that's the easy way out of writing an article or writing a piece. And I just, I don't like, I personally don't like to read that stuff. Not to say it's not just with him, it's with everybody. But I just, I hate that person. Yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I look back on some of the promos that I did and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have. That. If they ha- if they remove the word bitch from uh, television for you, you would have like two words that you said. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come on. I'm joking. I'm joking. Jeez Louise. I'm joking. I was talking with somebody this week and we were we were discussing a few weeks ago how you and I were saying, you know, wouldn't it be funny if WWE bought Disney or Disney bought WWE oh, yeah. in WWE at uh, Hollywood Studios? Well, this week they had a shit load of cuts. I don't know if you've yeah. seen it. I saw um now was it the was it the iconics or was that the prior one? That was the prior one. They oh, did okay. less of the talent releases this time and more of the corporate releases this time and just oh. straight up firings and they cleaned house. Wow. So numbers must be really bad because No, numbers are good. They're keeping them up. They just felt some of the positions were redundant. I, I mean money wise. Because that's, I mean, usually I, they, they do these budget cuts every year and they get rid of a whole lot of people every year. And right. I honestly feel like coronavirus just cut into their budget terribly. Yeah. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, personal heat between the workers and like uh, the, um, the higher ups. Uh, like somebody said that Kevin Dunn hated um, the one iconic uh, Billy Kay. And I'm just like, she was so over. Like that group to me was like so over. What was the, was it personal beef? Like what is getting in the way? It just, 
I don't know. I don't get it. Um, I can understand money wise, but when you go after like people that are really good for the company, hardworking, getting over, doing their job well, and then you just get rid of them. That's why I always said anyone is replaceable. Yeah. You know, they just don't care. So and, I don't and, know. And the Iconics, I mean, I got to tell you, probably not replaceable immediately because where are you going to find two Australian <laughs> well, that are a team together that managed to have their unique ability to get heat and then become very loved, but they're from Australia. You would think that that's a box that's not going to come along every every five minutes. Two Australian girls that you could pair together like that. They'll they'll just give that gimmick to someone else. We when we had Jazz on, you remember what she said? She came up with a tremendous storyline, and they loved it and gave it to someone else. And she, it, it was her idea. That's and crazy. it's like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I just I don't know. I it's, don't. Know. It just makes me happy that I'm not involved in that world anymore because it's so frustrating. Like I, I could just imagine those poor girls and, and, and the guys it just ugh, frustration. It, it doesn't look like the same business when you watch it on television anymore. And, and I just got done watching what we're going to watch for our watch long. I watched the lead up, you know, the show going into the match and it just does. And an ECW being separately and, and its own cool entity it just doesn't look like you're watching the same thing anymore. Yeah. You no. know, I don't and watch. It, so I'm not, I don't, I'm always told you're not missing anything. I'm just you're like, not. It, it makes me sad though. Cause I was such a huge fan back in the day and now I, I could care less and that, or I couldn't care less rather is, is the expression. Um, but I, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible to feel that way. And, um, I used to get excited for wrestling. I used to, I used to run to my girlfriend's house to watch raw. Cause I didn't have cable nine o'clock at night. I would That's run awesome. up the street to watch her, you know, to watch an hour's worth of wrestling. Cause I couldn't see it. on my And own. that was technically during a down period. Yeah, well, for me, that was, that was like yeah. my, that was my Monday was complete. I just had to have that, that hour of wrestling. And, and I was all week. I, it was a build up. I looked forward to the next. That, that's Monday. so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's not, that's not here anymore. Like there's, I don't crave it anymore, you know? And, and that's me doing that new generation era podcast that I do. You know, it's, it's basically, we're talking about shows that were an hour and how much they crammed into that hour. Never, never a loss for a minute, but to see how stuff developed, see how it played out, you couldn't miss it because it was that one hour a week that you had to get in and locked in. And it's like, I'm not saying go back to an hour. You guys had an hour in, in the, you know, we the, did. you know, the, for the most part, right. Almost all up until TNN, right. It was, no, was we, had an an hour. Hour? we had an hour. They didn't extend. No, you got an hour of TV and look how much you guys got done. And, and that to me is the beauty of it. And that's why I said, it's not the same kind of business when you put on a wrestling show, it just doesn't and sports entertainment, whatever. It just, it doesn't feel the same. Also, I feel like when you extend it to two hours, three hours, whatever it is, it's a lot of filler. It's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of stuff that fans are going to go to the bathroom, go make a sandwich, go get a drink because they don't care about it. It's a lot of talking, unnecessary talking. Uh, it doesn't mean as much anymore. And it just oh, it just bothers me because I want to love it. I want to I want to have my DVR loaded and sit down on a Saturday afternoon and want to watch it. But I don't. Yeah, I just don't. And that again, it's nothing against the workers. The, the workers 
are tremendous and, and they can do some great things. It's just the product itself that turns me off right now. And I don't think I'll ever be a huge fan again. I really don't. Um, plus I'm older. There's different things going on in my life. You know what I mean? Like some people say, oh, I've grown out of wrestling or whatever. And some people have been lifelong wrestling fans and they're struggling with today's product. You know, um, when I do the watch alongs, there's one guy in there who is absolutely every week pumped. Uh, his name, I think, it, it, I think it's Sam. I think his name is Sam. He's a 20 year old kid, absolutely loves the product. And while the chat's going on, everybody's asking me questions about ECW. Sam always comments about what's happening on AEW <laughs> every single week. And I'm just like, Sam's pumped. He's ready to go. He loves this stuff. He's like, I just love wrestling. And I, I wish I was there. And I used to be there like 20 something years ago, but I'm not there now. So it's crazy. It, it's just crazy. I mean, you know, and that's you from somebody in the business Me as a fan and having worked in production and around the guys, I feel the same way. So it, I think it's just the era and that's, that's it. The era is, is done, but here's the other side of it. This is better for you in the long run because people are going to be clamoring to see the older stars. And I think that the vintage stuff is what is really going to carry the history of wrestling now is anything basically before 2010 is really now I think is going to be more in demand. So the conventions and from what I've seen about the conventions that have happened, the one you went to and there was another one since people are coming back. Yeah. Yeah, they and are. I, well, people want to get out. But I think that the product is 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 causing people to want to go see the the older stars too. Mm, that could that could be it. I still think everybody has cabin fever and they just want to get the hell out of the house. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It's it's you either love it right now or you don't. There's really no middle ground. You know, you're either all in or you're just you're just changing the channel. And uh, most people are changing the channel these days. So I, I think it'll be better once, uh, you know, the fans start to come back to these shows and there's live audiences again. And uh, especially for the workers, like we've said it time and time again, it's so hard to work in an empty arena, you know, and I, and I tip my hat to them, especially if you're a heel working off no energy whatsoever. So I feel like at least for the workers, momentum will go up because the crowds are coming back. So that's a good thing. Yeah, Jesus, they're going to go house show touring again. Wow, that's yeah. like <laughs> house show business was down in the pits before uh, coronavirus. And now it's like a 25-city tour they announced. And I got to be honest with you, that's all they should announce. They shouldn't pick up all those little shows because that's what drove the business model down. Keep, yeah, them, in the big, keep them in the big areas. Well, I I'm sure they're happy with you know the paychecks that they're going to get because their pay is going to go up. But um, it's just... What a weird, what a weird year it's been. <laughs> it's just crazy. Wasn't 2021 supposed to be better? Like, wasn't it supposed to be? Well, I think it's be? getting better. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly think it's getting better. I don't, you know, maybe you can enlighten me on this. Uh, and I, I don't mean to stir shit up, but I don't understand, like, you know, certain states are lifting the mask mandate. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, well, you can go in these stores, uh, you know, if you're vaccinated, but we're not allowed to ask if you are or not. So don't you think just people who are just, 
sick of wearing masks and not vaccinated are just going to go in there and not wear a mask. Hundred percent. What is the what is the point? <laughs> it's the the honesty system or the honor code, and um, I just don't think people are going to follow that. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand the whole. I don't I don't get it. I I saw an interview with Biden and he had said um, absolutely no vaccine passports. Which I I am in favor of. I, no, I don't think we should. Can't do that. No way. Um, I'm a hundred percent in agreement. I hope he doesn't change his mind down the line. Um, but it's like, why even emphasize if you're vaccinated? Like, you don't have to wear a mask. Like, no, no one's going to wear a mask if they if you don't have to show your card, unless you're paranoid and you honestly think the mask is is protecting you. I don't, I don't know. I find it odd. Pulled it out. It's in my pocket from this morning. I had to run some errands. I, I personally feel if I go in there, I didn't get vaccinated. I go in there and I don't have this thing on that I'm going to get scrutinized and I'm going to have somebody pick a fight with me or start with me. And I don't really don't want that. So I'd rather them me keep this on and them know I didn't get vaccinated than have it off and potentially run into an issue now where it was vice versa two weeks ago. Yeah. So, you know, my state, mask mandates lifted today actually no more mask right really wow i didn't know that in september the kids still have to wear masks to school okay that pisses me off to know it's so dumb so stupid then i read um children's hospital is giving out covid vaccines to 12 and over, no parental permission required. Now, okay. for a 12-year-old, you're not <laughs> going to get permission from your parents. In Canada, they're offering free ice cream cones to children to just come and get the vaccine. Who the hell is going to let their 12-year-old just go wander off and get a vaccine, which isn't even a vaccine, but go get this shot? And not have a, pr- a parental figure with them. And now they're offering money to the adults because no one wants the vaccine anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's money, lottery, all this shit. <laughs> oh, my God. A free beer. <laughs> it, just, it, it just boggles my mind. I don't understand. Did you see the clip of the New York City mayor? With the, no. With the hamburger? Oh, it's the most disgusting. What is it? <laughs> He's talking about how get your vaccine and get a uh, uh, re, uh, what do you call it? one of the a certificate for a burger from Shake Shack. Oh right? wow! What an incentive. So as he's talking about it, he's eating the burger. <laughs> he's probably- <laughs> but he's enjoying every 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 <laughs> bite. Mm, 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 wow. Yeah. Oh, isn't this worth Woo! getting the vaccine? Yeah, one burger in my life is going to be worth it. <laughs> One That's freaking right. stupid hamburger. I know the incentives. You can wipe your butt with them. I, I now I, I did get my haircut. Okay. And I had it on going in. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, you, yeah, they're all, it's all white now. Um, so I get my, yeah, my sideburns. Oh my God. And she, when she, I was like, where I thought they used to have a Brown outline. Like, what is this white outline underneath? So, Last time I went to get my haircut, you needed the mask on while you're getting the haircut. Yeah. Okay. And the lady who cut my hair complaining about masks the whole time. Very funny. She was very uh, 
you know, it was entertaining. Okay. Same lady this time. I go in with the mask on. I'm not paying attention to everybody. Nobody had a mask on. Lady sitting there, two ladies behind the counter. I just wasn't paying attention. I'm just used to going in and having it on. And I started to walk around the counter and I go, oh, do you want this on? She goes, nobody else is wearing it. You can take it off. I go, <laughs> yeah. yeah. See ya. <laughs> you know, I, it, it, here's again, like I, I don't wish harm on anyone. I don't want you know, a year from now, people, you know, getting all these health things coming up because of this vaccine. But I just don't feel like it's for me or for my immediate family. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm so deathly afraid that down the line something is going to happen. And, you know, people are saying I'm ridiculous and I'm this and I'm that and I should just go get the shot. I'm not getting it. I'm not putting that into my kids bodies like uh-uh. that that's to me is ridiculous um i i'm just uh, i don't know I, I i don't wish harm and and i hope i'm wrong but i just feel like something bad is going to happen with this vaccine and, yeah. and I, I pray to god that i'm wrong but even if i am wrong uh and everybody's okay and corona goes away i'm still okay without it so right. You know, I, uh, I'm taking my chances, but I, I don't want to get it. I'm, I'm right there with you. And it's not, I told somebody the other day who he, we were just talking casually. And I said, I, by the way, I don't know if you can see I'm clear now. It's because you're the better. Upload, yeah. The upload finished. Um, <laughs> I look great, don't I? <laughs> um, uh, so I was talking to somebody casually. And just the vaccine came up quickly. Wasn't we weren't even talking about it. And he goes, well, I got I had to get it because I work this close to children and blah, blah, blah. Mm. I go, he goes, but I didn't want to get it. I go, okay. I go, I'm not getting it. I go, "Um, you know, it's not political. I said, it has nothing to do with it. I go, you know, don't feel comfortable. That's really it. It's not nothing to do with it. And he goes, oh, well, mine was completely political. (laughs) I had to do it. He goes, because all I was going to face scrutiny. He runs a gymnastics gym. And he goes, if I didn't get it, people were going to pull their kids out and this that's and that. He goes, I had to get it. You know, your body, your choice. I, I, that's that's the way I look at it. But I'm so tired of people. Like, they'll tell me, I got the vaccine. Like, and I go, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, you. I'm not, well, I'm like, I answered back. That's great. I hope, you know, I hope you don't have any side effects. I'm not going to get it. And then they holler at me because I'm not getting it, but I didn't holler at them for getting it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. it's so, I don't, you can't win. Man. I'm, I'm just like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of this. Like, just get the hell out of here. Corona. No <laughs> way. We don't Let want me- to. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Buff Bagwell was wearing his mask when he uh, he got pulled over the other day? I think Buff Bagwell <laughs> was wearing it over his eyes because this guy. Great segue, by the way. Um, hey, I'm going to do my Buff thing. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. Look. And you got the hat and the glasses. You are. That's right. A dead ringer for Mr. Bagwell. Um, uh, former WWE WCW star Marcus Buff Bagwell arrested on more than 10 charges 10 that's a lot <laughs> that's a that that's like that's like a year's worth of arrest isn't that's it? what we call that's what we call in my neighborhood a shitload <laughs> that's it, so buff is now 51 years old uh was involved in another car crash um 
I suppose. Uh, and they're saying, let me see. Um, was this, when did this happen? This was like, uh, we're, we're recording this Friday. I think this was Monday or Tuesday. This dropped. Okay. So here are the charges. Um, misdemeanor driving under the influence of drugs, misdemeanor open container violation four misdemeanor charges of hit and run misdemeanor speeding misdemeanor failing to yield when entering an intersection misdemeanor giving false name or address of birth date to law enforcement <laughs> officer what was the fake name <laughs> scotty riggs how you doing <laughs> oh no i love scotty riggs <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh three charges of following too closely and a misdemeanor reckless driving and a misdemeanor driving with a gore or median or emergency lane Misdemeanor duty upon striking a fixed object. Duty. Misdemeanor driving on the wrong side of the roadway and a misdemeanor license to be carried and exhibited on demand. Which means he doesn't he didn't have his license, correct? That I don't know. That's way too inside lingo for me. And exhibited on demand, I would think he did yeah, not or some choice. sort of papers, whether it was license, registration. Yes. Okay. So that equals 10. Goodness gracious. Um, it says he was bonded out of jail on that Saturday after getting booked at 2.05 the same day. He was out at 9.15. So, um, 9.15 in the morning? <laughs> no, 9.15 at night. Okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The car, the car crash was in August, by the way. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, that was... Um, but this one, I think he... Did he hit four different cars? <laughs> Like, what is the deal with this? Um, somebody said he was on prescription drugs at the time. Well, I could see it. That's troublesome. That is very troublesome. I mean, he looks, I mean, no offense to Buff. Love Buff. Had many a laugh with Buff. Is this he looks He looks terrible. He looks different. His picture, yes. like when I saw his picture, I didn't even think it was him. I was yeah. like, they, do they have the wrong picture up? Didn't even look like him to me. Buff? Like, Carnied me and John very badly at a at a show. Oh, and do tell the story. Kind of ended the relationship with Buff. Oh, he just pulled shenanigans about hotel rooms and flights and transportation after everything was already taken care oh, of. Oh, so being a diva. Last minute, no, no, last minute. It was, you know, he had to fly his girlfriend with him. Oh. We would that was not a part of the deal. He needed the he needed the the flight paid for. Then he needed to upgrade his room. He needed the room paid That's for. Evil. And it was like, you know, Buff, like you were so cool, literally up until it was time to say goodbye. <laughs> you so, could have said this two hours ago. We could have worked on it or something like that. Did you not fulfill his needs? What do you think? I don't know. We had to take care of it because there was still another booking to go, go That's to. That's crazy. Afterwards. See, I would have said, nope, you're done. It I'm was, not flying your girlfriend in. We gave, I think well, we gave him half. In the meantime, how about flying my family in and putting us up at Walt Disney World? <laughs> the whole thing was he was, supposed to go in, he was supposed to go in and out same day. Okay. He was going to be going late, late night flat, uh, flight back to Georgia. Had a, you know, did a very convincing story about not wanting to stay in the hotel room by himself. You know, has a fear about that because of things that have happened to the boys, blah, blah, blah. All right. We get it. Change the flight. Brought the girlfriend, needed the girlfriend's flight paid for, then had to upgrade his room, had to get the upgrade paid for. Oh, so we had to meet him in the middle 
kind of thing and did this as we were saying goodbye to go meet him at the next booking that we had that night. No. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. No. And stuff like that will not get you booked. A second I haven't worked with him since. No. I know. And he looked great. He was buff. That was in 2015, 2016. Yeah. He great. He was ripped. He was painted on his hair. He looked like buff. Painted on his hair. Yeah, it, was, it was hot as balls. It was August. <laughs> Kept on wiping the brow, checking the hair, making sure the hat was on. It, he, was, he still looked exactly like buff. That guy in that picture. Troublesome. No. It, it makes me sad to see, like, all these people who are just falling apart. Yeah. You know, it just, and I don't know him. I don't know him. I might've met him once, you know, but I don't, I don't know him well at all. Um, but just, you know, the brotherhood of, of the wrestling uh, world, it just makes you sad to see like when people do that to themselves. So it's, it's sad to, uh, to read articles like that. I don't like it. Yeah. He, you know, what's interesting with him though. And I, I think, especially in my case in dealing with him, I, I just feel like I'm one in a many that he's probably done that too. Oh yeah. Probably. And burn bridges across the way. So who wants to book him anymore? And then he was, cause he was clean. Presumably he had just had so- shoulder surgery. He, I mean, again, he looked great. He looked like how he did on TV in the nineties. He looked huh? awesome. And that was only five or six years ago. Yeah. And I, think in those last five or six years he's just burned bridges and he's just kind of got a bad reputation mm. and he still thinks it's nwo flying first class everywhere he goes and, <laughs> and no i'm serious i really yeah. think that and when that stopped and people didn't he just kind of cr- he crumbled he fell apart there's a ton of interviews i know you're going to be doing a hannibal interview uh yeah. he did an interview with hannibal that what i think was the first little crack in the armor exposing what's going on he sounds like he's blasted out of his brains i you know i honestly feel like a lot of the boys can't let go yeah they think it's still their heyday and you know like we're not on tv anymore we're not in our twenties and early thirties, you know, we're in our late forties, fifties. Some of them are in their sixties, but they still feel like they need to live that rock star lifestyle. And it's hard because when this is all you've ever done with your life, it's hard to just go to like something normal and get like a normal job. And it, it burns me up when fans are like, Oh, he works at target now. Oh, he's a garbage man. Oh, he, he, you know, he, he does something other than wrestling. Like it's beneath them. And I always say, what is wrong with that? They're providing for their families. They're working. It's a job. Like stop. You know, what do you, what is your job? What do you do for a living? That's so glorious that you have to make fun of somebody for working at a target or being a sanitation worker. Anybody who has a job providing money for themselves and their family is okay in my book. You know, I I feel like there's so much pressure to just maintain that. um, And now it's considered like a fantasy anymore because we're, we're not the the people that we were 20 years ago, just an image of them. Some of us are still hanging on trying to, stay relevant but with me like i found the common ground i know i'm not the francine of 20 years ago i get that and i'm okay with that you know and and i do what i can do 
because I'm having fun with it. And it is a job and I do make an income from it, but I don't go out there, you know, thinking I'm still the shit from 1996. I know I'm 49 years old. I'm a mother of two. Uh, You know, my main priority in life is being a mother to my children and taking care of my family. That's where my mindset is at. Um, The wrestling falls a very distant second. Right. And I do it because it's fun and and it does help with bills. Um, But I have learned to let go of that whole, you know, oh, she's the queen of extreme. No, I'm I'm just a mom, you know, I'm just a mom hanging out. And if people want to meet me, that's a bonus. But these guys go to these signings and still demand this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, we're, we're past our prime. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? And I'm not oh, trying to, absolutely do. I'm not trying to disrespect anyone, but you have to look at it in real time and not get into a time machine and pretend it's 20, 30 years ago. You can't look at it that way. That's yeah. not the way I look at it. And I feel like people would live a better life if they could just separate that in their minds. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, and I, and I know people have demons and I'm blessed that I never fell down that rabbit hole with like drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. I, I it's, a, it's terrible. Addiction is a terrible thing. Um, but a lot of these guys, that's all they know. And it's like that movie, the wrestler, when you see him sitting there and one or two people come to the table and it's just him looking around. That broke my heart. Yeah. That was so hard to watch. And I told myself, I will never get to that stage. And it's just, it's, it's just sad because a lot of guys are there. Yeah. They won't let go. If you go back to when the wrestler came out, 2006-ish or something, or 2007, whenever it was, the conventions that were about 10 years prior to that movie coming out is exactly what that movie looked like. By that point, it had evolved a little bit. That was a little more of a dramatic take. Mm-hmm. But if you went back to looking at the guys that were at the, the audience, not even conventions, they were more just card shows and you'd see them. Yeah. And you'd see the older guys and you'd, you'd see they're walking with the cane. They got the prosthetic leg. They got this, but they're the old, old timers. That's what that movie portrayed. But what it also portrayed was exactly what you're talking about. The guys that he look how he looked in that movie, the long hair, the tan, he was still doing the, this and he's walking through his job. He's walking through the, um, the, what do you, the, the meat department and he comes right. through like he was walking through the entrance. Current, I thought that was yeah. so well done and give you a real look into real life that it, it kind of hit home. I'm sure for more people in your generation and a l- little bit before you, and your generation, not the old, old timers that were old timers when you broke in. Those are the guys that I think they were kind of portraying in that one, you know, autograph show scene. Yeah, it's just it's heartbreaking to to watch, you know, and and it might be different for me because I am a female in the business and, you know, I, I have other things going on and it wasn't my lifelong dream to be in professional wrestling. So it's, I, you know, I'm I'm not at the same level as the other guys with the mentality of the business. Right. Um, I always knew there was something more for me in life than just wrestling. And that was to have a family. And, you know, for me, like if I never did another convention again, I'd be okay. 
it wouldn't kill me. I do enjoy them. I do enjoy meeting fans and stuff. Um, but like I tell you all the time, I pick and choose where I want to go. Yeah. Um, my time with my family is way more important and I'm not going to leave the house for a couple hundred bucks. Like it's just, and I don't mean to sound like a dick about it, but that's just where I'm mm -hmm. at. And no. if people want to pay, that's great. And if they don't want to pay, understood, I'll stay home and I'll enjoy my time with my family. That's yeah. where I'm at. I, lo I love that. I per I personally love that because that's the priorities of life. And that's, that's, you know, it, it really, for me for, to hear that from you, I love to hear it. It's like, it's, it's a real heartwarming thing. Um, but I remember just going back to real jobs. If, so let me ask you this. If you, if you were in a position where you had to work, mm -hmm. right, you mm -hmm. had to work, but you still had yourself out there. You were still doing conventions or, you know, shot at an indie on, you know, just appearing, not, not wrestling, but appearing. Yes. Would you hide what you did from your job, your job? Like, would you, like I'm saying, if you had a job, would you try to hide the wrestling side of your life? Um, I, you know, I, I've said this before, like I never talk about what I used to do unless it's necessary. Right. When I started with a chiropractor, I had to tell them, what I did because I was so messed up and it's, you know, Oh, I fell down the stairs. No, yeah. They thought you were a crash dummy uh, before you, <laughs> yeah, there was so much wrong with me. So I had, there's certain <laughs> things that I had to tell certain people, but like I told you countless number of times when my children were in school and I volunteered and I practically lived at the school, I never once mentioned what I did. You never know what that other person is thinking. You know, and I don't like when people look at me funny or judge me for what I've done in the past. Like, I would probably just keep my mouth shut. And if somebody had mentioned it, they recognize me, then you're like, because okay. there's that one guy who's just like this at you, <laughs> just staring, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm not one to say, just say it. I just keep it under wraps. And if it came up, it came up. But I'm blessed because. You know, I, I don't have to go and get a desk job or work retail or anything like that. Um, I am married to a man who has a very, very good career. And I work because I like to help. And I like things for myself. And I don't want to go to my husband and say, hey, can I have $50 because I want to buy some makeup? Or can I have this because I want to dress? No, I want to work and I want to buy it myself. And I don't want to bother anybody. You know, I want to earn my own money. Um, but I do, you know, like this year that just passed, I gave a considerable amount of money towards Disney. And I was proud of that because I worked hard for it and I was able to pay and get us a nice trip. And that's what I like to do. I like to contribute and I do it when I can, but I'm sorry, I'm not going to leave my house for some shitty offer. It's not <laughs> happening. I, and a lot of guys have to do that because this is their bread and butter. Right. You know, I understand not everyone can hold out for the number that they want because they have to pay their bills. I get it. That's why I'm lucky enough to be in a position where I can hold out. And if I don't want to go, I just simply don't go. They turn it down. They might not get something to work that weekend. No. And then what What do they do? You know, yeah. that those are the men who have nothing to fall back on, who didn't, you know, didn't save their money. Um they need to eat. They need to pay pills. I understand that, you know, um, but they're also part of the group that can't let go and who feel like I'm not going to get a job. They don't want to 
I don't know. So I've heard some guys say that's beneath me. I was on TV. Oh, I was this. I was that. And I'm just like, oh, you know, and if that's the mentality, then so be it. If you like hustling and getting out there every weekend, because some of the boys are addicted. It's like a drug. They're addicted yeah. to the business. You know what I mean? But are you addicted to these shit paydays that you're getting? And they they can't help it. You might get an offer for two fifty one weekend, and then twelve fifty the next weekend. It's it's crazy how it fluctuates. Yeah. And some of these guys they don't they don't have a choice to turn it down. They have to go. I understand that, but I just for me it's that's not what I that's not what I want to do. So. I remember, you know, gosh, 15 years ago, whatever it was, and it was very public at the time, and it was around the time I was going to shows with him, but when PJ was working for the, uh, the Olive Garden, or he had, I don't know how that got out. Somebody saw him working for Olive Garden, and it was, oh, uh, why he works in a restaurant. Actually, you know, when I knew him, he worked at, he worked for Target. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he quit that job because somebody recognized him. But it's uh, terrible. The thing about Olive Garden that was a big slap in the face, and why I I lose a lot of respect for fans that that say these kinds of things. He wasn't working at the Olive Garden. He was in like an executive chef program. He was studying to be yeah. a chef. Like what the hell? But he, he stops working at Olive Garden now because of this. Good enough. It was ridiculous, and, and I just and that that's to me. There's a clip of Ric Flair talking about Shane. And Shane, you know, being the same thing, Shane being in a, in a management program. Right. And Ric Flair buries him. And why? that's be, what was Ric Flair. Okay. <laughs> because well, that's why. Because, I know there's heat between the two of right, them. Right. But that's all he knows. Ric Flair doesn't, he doesn't know what it's like to have to go out and, and really fight for whatever. Well, Rick, guess what? Ric Flair is blessed to, to yeah. be Ric Flair <laughs> and to have all of these opportunities and to get paid an absorbent amount of money to make these you know, these shots that he's able to make. And, you know, if we could all be like Ric Flair, woo, we'd be, <laughs> it'd be great. But, you know, we, Shane and I've had this discussion. Ric Flair is great at what he does. There are so many people in this industry um, who are getting paid thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to make these appearances. Um, the people that come from ECW, there's one or two that I can think of that are making really top money on the Indies. And then the rest are just doing what they need to do to get by. And like Shane said it best, he goes like, you know, we were at the top of our game in ECW. Like what Flair was to WWF. Yeah. Shane was to ECW. So Shane should be getting these top paydays. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. And that's why that's my whole thing. Like, if you don't like what you're being offered, just don't take it. But then again, you, you know, these guys need to work. So if another offer doesn't come in, you stay home that weekend, you don't make any money. It's it's such a double edged sword. Yeah. And, and I'm so blessed that I don't have to deal with that bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, I pick and choose. And I'm able to do so, but a lot of the guys aren't, and it sucks. And, and I know a lot of these promoters are basically fans who get a couple, you know, bucks in their pocket and think they can run this huge show, and it turns out to be a flop. And then some of the boys get stiffed on pay, and, you know, they, they don't have uh, a deposit. It's, it's, it's a bullshit market anymore. I don't like the way things are being ran. I got an offer the other day. The guy accepted my price. 
-hmm. No problem, blah, blah, blah. As soon as we mentioned a deposit, because I don't know who this man is. I said, you have to get me a deposit. Ghosted us. Goes, and I'm just like, why did you even approach me? And, 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 you know, your price is great. Yeah, we can do that. And then, you know, because they want to pay you off the gate that they're, no, you're not going to do that. That's what they're doing. Well, I'll tell you why. Guys are starting to waive deposits. Well, guess what? I'm not. And I, t- I, I implore you not to. <laughs> no, unless I know you. If I don't know you, I need a deposit because mm-hmm. I'm not going to show up at your shitty show where you draw 27 people and have you cry me a river how you can't pay me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never happened to me before, but there's always a first. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let it happen. Oh, I've heard I've heard some stories. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, I've, I've heard some great ones. <laughs> Keep your shitty payday. I'll stay home. I'll do Twitch. I'll do Twitch, have fun out of the comfort of my own home, and I'll make a couple bucks on Twitch. I'd rather do something like that than deal with the headache of having to deal with these people because no one knows what they're doing these days. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> no, but I've heard some of the old timers, the guys that you know are out there a lot, are stopping with deposits, and they're just because they, they know, you know, they they they, they have know. To. Yeah, no, they they're they just waving, to. yeah, waving it now, and they're just going right to the show, and nope, that's it. And I was shocked to hear that because I'm so used to it, you know, from running all the, the, the conventions and stuff. It, I, you know, I, I didn't book you for our convention, but you were booked by Chad. But for everybody else that, you know, book, everybody got a deposit. Everybody yeah. across the board. No, <laughs> well, I didn't go any only, other way. There's only a hand, not even a handful. I can count on two fingers who I will work for without a deposit. There's two people. You're one of them. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Chad's the other one. Everybody else deposit or my ass stays home. That's right. And I'm okay with that. I don't care. I don't care anymore. I love meeting you guys, but under this, you know, these circumstances, it's not worth it. My anxiety is like here anyway. When I'm on the road, yeah, it bubbles. I've heard stories from guys yeah. that have had to go either they lock the promoter in the, the room until he gets them their money. Yes. Or they go, all right, let me look around. Like, I'm going to take that laptop there. I'm going oh, go yeah. to go to the merchandise stand. I'm going to take a lot of shit that you got out there. All those WWE toys that you're selling, those are all coming home with me. <laughs> but it's so, who works and doesn't get paid? What kind of job works where you don't get paid? Like that, it blows my mind. This industry is so crooked and backwards that we have to struggle to get paychecks when we're providing you a service. Ugh. Just if you, all right, attention all promoters. If you don't have money, stay the hell home. Don't call us. Don't and and don't yes us to death and then ghost us. Like just leave us alone. Well, I got to get that name from you later, just so I know to be aware. Oh yeah. Well, I should blast him right now, but I will not do it. I know you're you're a classy lady, so you I will won't. Not. But I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, uh. So uh, I will be more than happy to just work with people that I trust, and then stay home and do everything else from here. And be with my kids because that's what I love. And, and you know what I love too—the fact that you didn't think we'd fill this hour. And I look, know. Just literally. We, and this is what I love. See, it's just natural conversation. We were talking about Buff Bagwell. Buff, clean yourself up and get back to being the stuff. That's Buff, yeah, Buff. Yeah, you're the you're the stuff. You're but now you're just rough. So let's go. He was signing all the pictures that day. Buff is still the stuff. Oh. <laughs> I hope I, we, I, you know, we wish him the best. I hope he gets his life back together, but I hate to, 
Exactly. I hate to see these stories about the boys. It's just very, very troublesome to me. I don't like it. So get well soon, Buff. That's right, Buff. Uh, <laughs> so let's move on to the rest of the week here. Okay. On. Um, kind of in the vein of wrestling. It can be wrestling. It could be television. It could be music. It could be whatever. There's been a lot of talk about things starting over again. What's old is new. We're going to talk about reboots and covers. Oh. Now, you were a part of a reboot. That would necessarily, Whoa. we maybe wah, not want to that. <laughs> So, exactly. So, think in that kind of vein of reboots and covers. Covers, okay. usually in terms of music, 50 50. They could be good, they could be real shit. Okay. So, we're going to talk about reboots and covers. We're going to do kind of two watch alongs because I have a YouTube clip that I want you to watch. Oh. <laughs> Accuser of the Brethren. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> what is that? It is this lady going apeshit in a Walmart, yelling at some guy, cursing at him in a whole, like, you know, professing the Lord to this gentleman, but cursing up a storm. Oh, and you got, I, I laughed my ass off when I watched it. So I just want to see what your reaction is going to okay. be, uh, you know, and, and what you would do in this situation if you saw this. So it's kind of like a bonus little watch along thing. The world star. <laughs> it could have been, but it's more of like just watching some crazy lady. Lose her shit. <laughs> Walmart's known for that. So I, I, I like these videos. Okay. And then how about this for your match? How about this? How about Ready? This? I dug in for this one. Oh, no. Shane Douglas with Francine oh, versus Louis Spicoli from Hardcore Louis. TV. I love him. Great love match. Him. Great match. Great match. Yeah. Louis was one of a kind. A lot of chance. A lot oh, of chance. So towards, gonna, towards the match. So we're going to need your deciphering of the ECW Arena crowd. This is from. Uh, uh, this was recorded September 14th, 96, broadcast September 17th, 96. Okay. Sounds good. So that's what we're doing on uh, Patreon. If you want to follow me, it's at Chad EMB. If you want to go to my website, it's IBExclusives.com. I've been working on it a lot, getting very web savvy and making it look really cool. Nice. Uh, I have a lot of stuff that I got done. Just worked with uh, one of your Philadelphia Philly greats, uh, Bobby Abreu. Uh, oh! Yeah, cool. my, my brother traveled down to Orlando, and uh, we did the signing in Orlando this past week. It was excellent. Fans turned out in droves to send items nice. in. Go to my website, ibexclusives.com, and see what else we have for you if you're a fan. Check it out. Awesome. Okay. Uh, as always, across the board, you can find me at Francine on social media. Uh, I am on Twitch. Come watch me play poker and do other things. It is uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash ECW Diva Francine. Also on Cameo, if you uh, need anything uh, from me uh, from on there, you could always book on Twitter. And also uh, the new venture that is starting soon, a little bit of a delay, but we'll get there. It is uh, foreverfan.club. Uh, myself and all your favorite extreme originals will soon be on the site. We are adding names as we speak, and it will be your one-stop shop for all extreme. Yes. Yeah, so uh, give that a look and follow them on Twitter as well. The link is on uh, my Twitter. And uh, with that, that is a wrap. Woo.